Welcome to the CDC Podcast, episode 44. I'm your host, Eric Swain, and with me this time is YouTuber KG, also known as Kevin Kennedy. Yep, thanks for having me. So, how did you get into video-based video game criticism? Yeah, well, for a while, I was writing for free for a bunch of websites. That's a whole different annoying thing that I won't get into just now. I was writing for free for a bunch of websites, basically doing more or less the same thing I'm doing now. I was just writing think pieces and articles and the occasional review. And then I started thinking, if I was ever going to... I wanted to make a career out of this. If I was ever going to take that next step, I sort of had to do it myself. I was, like, emailing a lot of the people I was writing for and asking, you know, is there any chance of me, you know, doing getting paid for this sort of thing, and they're all basically saying, you know, they're all very polite, it was all a bunch of fan sites I was writing for, and I basically knew what the answer would be, and they're all saying, eh, no, not really, so I just sort of took my leave, and one day, I, 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 I don't know if I'm getting on or off topic already, I just let, let me know if, uh, if I'm going off the rails, I was planning to go on holiday with a friend, uh, but he cancelled at the last minute, so I was left with two weeks off work, and so I sort of thought to myself, oh, I could just sit about doing nothing, or... I've always had the idea of doing this sort of YouTube channel, and so I just sort of put the... I just started getting... Trying to think of a good... I to think of a good metaphor there. But I just decided just to hit the nail on the head. That'll do. And uh, actually go at it. You know, it's something I've always been interested in. You know, I, I like my Eagle Raptor and then free my painting and stuff like that. And I sort of thought... At the time, I foolishly thought that there was sort of a gap in the market for video games for that sort of thing. I have since learned, since doing these videos, that I, I was 100% wrong. There's lots of people doing this. But at the time, I, I thought, you know, oh, I, I, could, I could stand out. So I started doing a bunch of videos. That's pretty much how it started. I think I answered your question. <laughs> and uh, to put this in context, according to YouTube, your first video went up March 4th, 2015. That's right, yeah. Yeah, that was uh, my my first five videos were during that two week period off. Like I just really like I didn't really do anything else but just make these videos for about two weeks. That, that's, that's that's the first five are in quite quick succession. You're actually relatively late to the party when it comes to YouTube criticism. I guess in this first wave. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That, like I said, I was foolish at first. I thought I thought there wasn't much much other people doing it. Of course, I knew about people like Aaron Signal and and uh, Ian Danskin and all the, all those great videos and such. But I figured that in that every frame of painting, sort of like looking at you know specific mechanics and looking at it from a design perspective, seeing how they work, I figured there wasn't much of that. But I was wrong. Yeah, in comparison to a lot of your contemporaries, you aim for a shorter format average of five to six minutes with a f most not going over ten uh, yeah that's something i've um i'm not above longer videos but I, I i'm quite a fan of just like i was actually listening to mark brown's interview with you the other day and he said something about like he, he gets a lot of thoughts and then it, it's sort of like a quite a cathartic experience just to whittle it down to a few minutes i'm quite a fan of like shorter, concise stuff like that. I'm a big fan of. This might seem like I'm off topic again, but I'll, I'll bring it back. I'm a big fan of community, and then one of the directors or the writers' commentary, like Dan Harmon, the, the writer, was being asked, you know, could this be better? Because he kept on talking about all the jokes he had to cut and all the little stories, and he was asked, could could you make this better if it was? you know, an hour, would it be better? He's like, oh, not really, because part of what people like about it is its rapid-fire and, and rapid-fire approach, and the process of getting it down to 20 minutes is what makes Community as good a show. 
And so, so I sort of apply that to my channel. What is, so what is the process you go through in creating a video? It's, it's mostly very instinctual. I just, I'll just sit about playing a game, and if I find that I, I feel one way about one, uh, differently about one game than I would another, just for very small different reasons, I find that interesting to look at. Like, I did a video on lockpicking where I, I just realized that just very simple little things like whether it's a real-time obstacle or it's a little mini-game you have to do, that changes the way you look at a certain game. And I just like doing that sort of thing. Again, I don't know if I answered your question. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, a little, I'm a little nervous. I'm not used to talking about myself like this. <laughs> well, for, for instance, you, you're just playing the game, and yes. you find something interesting, and then you think, I can write something about this. Now, are you are you capturing as you're playing, or do you have to go back and... Are you asking like what like say any random video? What's my process? Yeah, right. Oh, well, once I have have an idea, like I don't record as I play. I uh, that that would be. I, I know a lot of people that do do that, and I, I I might need to pick their brain about what process they they go through to do that. They must have so much memory like lying about. I don't. So I just once I have a, a thought for a, a a video, I bang my head against the wall for a week or two writing the script, trying to get it to the place where I like it. And then I start, then I come up with a separate bit of paper where I read through the script and think, oh yeah, this bit of footage would do for that, this little bit of footage would do for that. And then I spend a day or two recording the footage. Uh, some, sometimes, it, sometimes it doesn't take long. Like games where you can choose what level to play are a godsend, whereas the occasional game like you know, Metal Gear Solid where you have to, if there's a little bit at the end you want, you have to play through the entire thing just to get there aren't as easy, but I tr once I get an idea of what I want in a video in my head, it's hard for me to get rid of it. And so, then I record all that, then I record the footage because, you know, maybe I'm playing a game and I realise, oh, I was actually wrong about that, so I need to go back and change the script. But then I record the voiceover, and then I edit it all together. How do you keep the script so concise? I'm, a, I'm just a, I'm a very big fan of the whole red pen mindset of, I find it strangely enjoyable just to be I'm quite a bit of a free writer in terms of I just write down my thoughts and then after about an hour I get a red pen and just say no I don't need that I don't need I just I, I like I'm a big fan of just concise arguments you know I'm not I'm not opposed to people doing longer articles or videos where they just let their brains go and just have at it but I'm just I'm very I'm not entirely sure how to answer that. I just, I just enjoy it. I just, I just enjoy the process of. Oh, I don't need that. That'll, that'll make things a bit. That would make the pace a bit better. Oh, I don't like that. That's, that's irrelevant. You seem to have like an even spread of videos that are focused on like items that can be spread across many games, and then like a specific game and element from that. Do you feel that there's a difference the two bit types of videos? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, at the beginning. When I first did the YouTube channel, I was thinking, like, going on, I think we were talking earlier about the name of my channel. I was thinking for a while, oh, I should try and do a Every Frame a Painting or a Game Maker's Toolkit or something like that. Something that's very obviously about games. But I also, what, at the beginning, I thought I was just going to be doing this YouTube channel partially just for a bit of fun. So I wanted to make the name sort of nebulous and not really mean anything, hence KG Videos. I didn't really want to have myself bogged down to any one specific thing. In fact, you might not actually know this, but when I first started the channel, half of my videos were called Great Levels. It was a part of a series where I did videos on, say, Shovel Knight or The Swapper and Mass Effect and Uncharted. They were actually called Great Levels, colon, Uncharted. 
and that was just because I wanted to talk about specific levels or specific moments in games that I enjoyed and analyse why I thought they, they worked and such. But I thought even that was sort of constraining me a bit. I, 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 I sort of felt like I can't talk about a specific game unless I'm talking about a level, because that's the sort of weird, stupid rule that I applied to myself. So I went back and even changed all that. So basically, I just... The reason videos are so different is because I just I talk about what I want to talk about. There's there's a, a little spurt where I did a, a few reviews on my site. There's a spurt where there was one video where I just did a, a conversation with my friends. I'm just trying to, I'm basically just throwing a lot of the wall and seeing what sticks, seeing what I enjoy, seeing what people respond to. And you also seem to pick up on games that that don't get a lot of attention otherwise. Like like you have the Dark Souls video, like everyone has the Dark Souls video, yeah. Mass Effect. And then you pick out games like X-Men Legends <laughs> or even the Jedi Knight games, which I've heard like mentioned but never talked about. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, just those are, those are, those two in particular actually are just quite important to my childhood. I just, I just that's kind of why, you know, when I was a kid, uh, Nintendo and such, I had Super Mario, but those never really, I enjoyed them, but they never really gelled with me. It wasn't until games started putting in more stories that I started to really get into games, and those two, Jedi Knight in particular, was quite formulative for my current love for games. So. That doesn't answer the question, but it's a little angle for you. I'm sorry, I'm terrible at this. It's fine, it's fine. Although, one of the more entertaining videos was when you were talking about Kingdoms Under Fire, a game I had never heard of before. Oh, really? Yeah, I'd never heard of it. And what I found fascinating is that you're going about explaining this whole level, and then you just suddenly realize, well, can I fail this? Mm. And then you spend (laughs) the entire time trying to fail it, and you realize the game won't let me. Yeah, I was I was a really I was really in two minds about whether to put up that video. That was one of those classic. That was actually to go back to what I said earlier. That was a very great example of I wrote I, in my script. I wrote, oh yeah, you, you can fail, you can do all this. Then I realised oh, I might get I'll, I'll get some footage of me failing. <laughs> an hour later, literally an hour of I've got I've still got the footage line about. I think an hour of me trying to fail. <laughs> and it just I said mission completed <laughs> at the end. Yeah, but, but yeah, if, if you haven't played, uh, I think you you can only play it on the Xbox. If you haven't played Kingdom Under Fire, I have a sort of love hate relationship with the RTSs. I, I just, just want to put a shout out, out there. That's, that's a really good game. I enjoy it. So overall, what do you feel that video adds to game criticism? Uh, good question. Uh, I think I think games are a visual medium. You know, there's there's lots of other aspects to it, of course. I just think you know it's just so much easier to yeah. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I read a lot of articles, and sometimes. You can be as descriptive as you want, but I'm still only seeing... I can only somewhat picture what you're talking about, like what Ian Daskin talked about in his Beginner's Guide video, where where, where he can describe a tree, but I'm not seeing that tree. Uh, And also, I just think it's really handy just every so often to say, "I, I could just describe it to you, or I can just show you it. You know, I just... Also, I just think they're... I just think they're fun. I, I've, I've always gravitated more towards visual essays than written ones. Do you feel it's more in, I guess, the ethos of the, the era? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. Don't have much more to add to that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm so... I, I, I'm, you're probably getting tired of me uh, being so apologetic, but uh, I'm just quite self-conscious. <laughs> Do you feel that your accent helps with, like, the nature of your videos? Um... 
I've not really thought about that too much, to, to be honest. Um, I, I've got, got an occasional comment about it. At first, I was actually really self-conscious about my accent, believe it or not, you know, uh, because, and so that's why at first I thought, okay, you know, I'll just talk fast, uh, as quickly as possible, as clearly and quickly as possible, and just get past it all. I think you'd have to tell me, people, other people would have to tell me that, I'm afraid. I haven't, I've gotten the occasional comment about some people like my accent, some people hate it. And so I, I, I honestly don't know what to say about it. Most comments are about the stuff that I actually say, not really how I say it. I wasn't, I wasn't being too serious with the question, but oh. <laughs> you, <laughs> I just, it's, sorry. you always hear like says, oh, British accent and Scottish <laughs> is technically British. Yeah, yeah, it, it is British yeah, for now. You're not too political, but you know, that could change. But yeah. I feel like just what's most interesting about your channel is that you tend to go off to topics that I don't see much of, or like or parts that I don't see a lot. Like I'm just scrolling through here and I see mercenaries in the deck of fifty-two and mercenaries. Oh God, there's a game series I I didn't remember existed, and this fascinating idea of like a way to do side missions that had implications in the real world. And I, I don't know, just, I guess the idea of you bringing it up. Uh, yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. Uh, was, that, was there a question in there? Uh, more to hear your thoughts on it. Well, on, on uh, just looking at things people don't really know much about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a bad way of putting it. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I'm bad at this. Right, uh, I'm just... Sorry, could you could you just re repeat the point you're making? Well, it's just I see this in like some of your in some of your videos that you're tackling subjects that I don't see anyone else going after or touching much if they even know it's there. So, like for instance, the mercenaries video. Like this is a game series I forgot existed, and you're bringing up a very interesting point or design idea that they had come up with. In the yeah, that, that, that's sort of like a little. You know, I'm sure most YouTubers would tell you that the moment when when you're re researching a video, then you realise, oh, it's already been done, is one of the most disheartening things in the world. And just that that moment when I re that's sort of, I guess, subconsciously why I go, I gravitate towards X Men Legends or Mercenaries because not much has been written about them, and I still think they've, they've got quite a lot of they've got a lot of merit to them. I I, I feel like I have a a good way, a positive way of talking about them that would make a good video, and so I, I guess that's, that's, that's just why I gravitate towards towards them, just to go off what you're saying. Don't know if I answered your question. <laughs> I'll stop saying that. What have you uh, learned through making these videos about games or criticism or anything? Uh, oh gosh, that's a good question. I'm, I'm honestly. Honestly, not sure. Look, just give me a second to think. <laughs> you can cut this awkward space out if you if you're editing them later. Um, I should have an answer to this. I'm sure I do, but um, nothing nothing really jumps out at me. Um, mine's completely blank. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. I, I, I'll, I'll I'll tell tell you what. I promise. I'll interrupt you very rudely at some point and answer that question later. <laughs> You're a relatively small channel. Do you feel like you want to like grow your audience, or if you know how, or are you comfortable with like the small niche you've carved out for yourself? I'd absolutely love to grow, grow my channel. I make no bones about the fact that, you know, in my highest, highest 
in my life just now, my highest aspiration, I'd love to be able to do this channel or something similar for a living. And as for the last few months, that's actually what I've been trying to work towards. And it hasn't happened yet. But I'm also, I also just, even if it never actually happened, I just, I also just enjoy doing a little from column A, a little from column B, I guess is what I'm saying. Uh, if it turns out it never quite happens, and so be it. But I'll, uh, if I'm being perfectly honest, I, yes, I would love to grow my channel. I'd love, I'd love to do this more often. Running out of questions really quickly here. <laughs> so is that, is that my? Is that because I haven't answered some of them? <laughs> no, I'm it's talking just, too fast or what? No, my general strategy, unfortunately, is uh, ask a question and then let the person go on for ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, I've ruined everything. <laughs> Oh, you don't have to. You don't have to put this interview up. It's fine. No, that's that's fine. <laughs> it, it is also getting to the point where I, I mentioned earlier that you're a relatively new channel, and since I'm going in chronological order, it's getting to even newer and newer people with less of a backlog to be able to discuss, which is sort of making the interview shorter. Yeah. What about game feel? Because you did a few videos on that. I was quite surprised. I got a message recently about that, uh, not a few months ago, about asking, like, oh, yeah, I think your channel's really great, but why did you stop the game field videos so soon? I was, and I was, I was a bit confused by that. I was only ever meant to be a two-parter. It was just a, a, a spur-of-the-moment thing I had of, uh, like, sometimes, I, I, sometimes with, in the process of making a, a video, sometimes, like I said earlier, it will just be, I'll be playing a game and thinking, oh, how does that work? Whereas other times I set myself a challenge, you know, not not to make it sound too momentous or anything, but like the first time I did that was with the, the first video that I made that I'm really really proud of was the the what makes a good boss battle. Visually, like I didn't the output wasn't that good, so it's a little weird. But for in, in terms of the script, it's a video I'm really proud of because I went into that not knowing what I'll, what the what the answer would be. I had some thoughts, but a lot a lot of my videos are just me just giving my opinion, little think pieces. Whereas every so often, like boss battle and game feel. I don't know what I'm getting myself into. I don't know what the answer is. And so I just spend a bit of time researching. And anyway, that was only ever meant to be a two-part video. And I, 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 I eventually did a third, uh, a little jokey third one where I did my top ten game feel moments that people seem to like. And uh, But like, but yeah, yeah, just out of curiosity, were you thinking, oh, that was weird. He was, I thought he was going to do more of that. Well, it does say part two of two. It's just that I did that after the person sent that message, just to clear up any. It's not a very visually nice title. <laughs> it's a little, it's a little ugly. But I sort of felt like I didn't want to disappoint or confuse people or such. So I just, so I put, so I had to put that up there after the fact. Well, I guess it's an interesting situation where you're in a visual medium explaining something and then you're talking about how something feels. Mm -hmm. That was a hard thing to get across. Uh, I think, you know, Aaron Sigmund did a great great job of this kinesthetics video, but I, I try to avoid graphs because I don't know how to do <laughs> I, I, I don't know how to use that sort of software. I'm sure I could learn in five minutes, but that's... I'm lazy, apparently. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> I didn't answer your question. <laughs> so, <go on. laughs> I take it your process is mostly uh, wing it and hope it works. But pretty much, yeah, yeah. I, just, I I feel like I'm a better editor, both 
visually and writing wise than I am a writer. You know, I just, I just, like I said earlier, I just spew a lot on the page, and then I think, right, okay, now let's try and make something of this unintelligible mess I've just made. And you do come up with some like when you're not focusing on single games with some interesting argument, or at least against the grain arguments, like red barrels are awesome. <laughs> Let cutscenes be cutscenes, and it's like very clickbaity titles. <laughs> <laughs> but also something you wouldn't hear the arguments in favor of. Yeah, no, I just I feel like there's a lot of cynicism in gaming just now, like a lot of writing. That's you know a lot of anger and cynicism. I know I just I, I claim I do clickbait, but there's also a lot of other clickbait type things of of just saying oh gaming needs need to stop this, and I just don't find that that productive. I just I I just think. Red barrels, for for example, are in games for a reason, and maybe also I mentioned in that video. Maybe I'm just cynical because maybe shooters just don't impress me as they used to. But yeah, I just in my magic maze video, I basically get my philosophy across in the opening, where I say like one of my philosophies that I don't really believe in, but I use for making videos is there's no such thing as bad game design. You know, no one, no one making these games is, you know, out to be like, oh, I'm going to put this rubbish thing in the game <laughs> or annoy all the people playing it. The things are going in games for a reason. Even if it's laziness or... not, I don't mean, I'm not calling anyone, anyone out, but even if it's, you know, a shorthand or laziness or if there is actually a positive benefit of, say, exploding barrels, I always think it's, it's important to look at that and just, instead of just saying, oh, great, another red barrel, what a cliché, let's just get rid of it. Have you come up with that loud interruption of what you've learned yet? <laughs> no. Moving on, then. <laughs> no, wait. I'm okay. I'm okay. Uh, we brought up uh, while we were setting up that uh, of your icon and how that apparently has caused some confusion. Yeah, for... Uh, I, I, have you seen both icons? Well, I say both. I've only got one, but have you seen my... You know what my YouTube icon is, yes. I do, yeah. Yes, yeah, of course, yeah. Oh, yeah, you sent it earlier. Well, it was for ages, like, well, that, that was something I made back in college, like, it was part of a, God, that was ten years ago, anyway, that, uh, where I had to, for a, a segment of my course, I had to create a little animation, and I just sort of thought, oh, maybe I'll make movies or whatever one day, I'll make a little production logo, and I was very unoriginal, but my, I just called it KG because my name is Kevin John. That's my first and middle name, so my initials are KG. You know, it's very clever. Uh, so, and and so I just I just sort of made a little animation of a cage uh, swinging about and falling on the ground and such. Um, and then I just sort of took that visual and put it in. I didn't really think much more of it, but then I started realizing that people didn't didn't know what it was because it's a bit of a weird angle. You yourself thought it was a cartridge or an SD card. Yes. Yeah, and and other people thought it was a piano. Which uh, the the cartridge thing, I was sort of like, oh yeah, I could sort of see that. But the piano one just made me laugh because you know cartridges they they have a connotation to games, of course. Pianos. I I, I don't even really talk about music much in my channel, so I just find it funny. Then you changed your Twitter icon to an actual piano. Yeah, yeah, I, I might change. I might change that back. I might confuse some people. <laughs> and I've actually, I've actually changed my Twitter name to Piano Man, which so people might just get very confused. So I might change that back. But yeah, that was just born out of that little joke that means some people on Twitter were having. Is there anything else I should know about your channel and the work you do? Uh, as, as of just now, I'm not really doing. I've, I've got some got some ideas just now, but I'm not really doing much on my channel just now because I've. Just, 
I've got bills to pay. <laughs> I've been I've been quite busy. Uh, I've changed my Patreon to be. Uh, it's a small Patreon, but still, I t- try and take it seriously. I changed my Patreon to per video instead of per month. For a while, I could guarantee that I'll get at least one video out a month. So I sort of thought doing it monthly is fine because sometimes I'll get two or three. But now it's been about six weeks since I've done a video, so I changed that to per video. So yeah, I do plan to get stuff out in the future, but I just I don't know, I'm, I'm busy. And in terms of anything else about my channel, um, I enjoy doing it. You know, it's it's a lot it's a lot of fun. That's that's it. I'm afraid I learn nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I didn't have an insightful answer to your insightful question. Well, you had a lot of fun. That's got to be worth something. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, I think I, I, I always try and sometimes I, I go back and forth in this. I th- like, you know, when I'm just talking to myself in the mirror, because I'm a crazy person, I start thinking about, like, what's the priority of my video? Is it to be entertaining? Is it, is it, is it, like, sometimes I will cut things out of my video, because I'm just, like I said earlier, I'm a fan of the red pen. I'm a fan of just a, a nice, concise argument. I want you, and another, to go back to your question about why they're usually short, I'm a fan of just, you press, you press start on a video, and then after a while it ends, you don't think to your, I, I, if at any point when watching my video you think, oh, I'm just going to see how long there is to go or or look at what the time is, then I, th- I, I, I see that as a failure. I'm a fan of just a, a nice, flowing, uh, non-stopping video. In my, I did a recently added a video about Far Cry 3, and originally the first thought I had about that video was I want to talk about... It, it, there are some very legitimate criticisms about Far Cry 3 from a colonial, sexist, racist sort of point of view, and I want to talk about that. But... And then I realised that it just wasn't working. Like, there's a mantra I, I follow by Joss Whedon where he says, you know, if something, if you're working on a script and it's not working, take your favourite scene out and remove it because your mindset is so working so hard to make this one favourite scene of yours work that it's making everything else not work. So uh, I just sort of had to take that out because it was just destroying the flow. I was starting off saying, oh yeah, Far Cry, it's, it's got all these problems with it. But I still like it. You know, it, it just it had no flow to it. It was just a weird thing to do. I can't remember what your question was. <laughs> Conversely, do you think that you might go a little too far in the opposite direction and cut too much with the red pen? Yeah, I'm, I do worry about worry about that sometimes because some like I'm all, I'm all fine with comments, but a lot of comments I sometimes get are things that I cut out with the red pen because I, 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 that's one thing. I took me a while. Hey, it took me a while to learn about, about, about this channel is that I am so in my own head all the time that I sort of, like when I'm talking about something and I, I sort of think, oh, I don't need to go into too much detail about that. People people know what I'm talking about. People don't always know what you're talking about. And I, it's, a, it's a balance that I haven't quite gotten right yet. Like sometimes I will, sometimes you get the occasional critiquing comments by not nice people saying, oh, you really talked about some obvious stuff here, whereas on the other end, people will say, oh, you, oh, you forgot to talk about this. I, mean, I didn't forget, I just didn't do it. That's some, some, still something I'm... Like, I, I don't still have an answer to that. Like, you know, I, maybe I do go too mad with the red pen. I just do I just do what I feel, think feels right. You feel comfortable in like the balance you have between concise and and depth that you can get to? Uh, yeah, yeah. For for the for the most part, sometimes I worry. Sometimes a bit of a problem I have is that 
when I'm writing something, I'll think, oh, this is, uh, okay, cool, this is, I'm making a good argument here. Uh, I'm being very clear. But then, by the time I get to the actual editing the visuals in a per- perspective, I do start worrying that, alright, this is just the most obvious, everyone knows this, because it's been, in my, it's been rattling around in my brain and on a bit of paper for two weeks now. And so then, when I get to the editing, editing process, I do sometimes worry that I'm, I lean more in the favour of Oh, I could cut this. You know, let's just make it a bit snappier. I could cut this. And then it just goes, and suddenly, oh, I've forgotten the proper nouns to what we're discussing. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to sidestep that and talk about something else for a second. Like, like, Go ahead. I, I was listening to, again, I was listening to the Mark Brown interview in preparation for this. Uh, yeah, I prepared, can you believe it or not? And, and, and you asked him, like, who are you making the videos for? Which sort of struck out to me that... Like, sometimes in the videos, I sometimes struggle to know what pronouns or whatever to use. Like, I think, yeah, gun to my head, I make the videos for, like, just people like myself, uh, other gamers, other people who are interested. But then, when I started writing the script, that sort of meant I was saying things like, designers should do this. And that just sort of felt a bit too sanctimonious to me. Like, you know, I'm, I don't have any game design uh, history. I don't have anything like that. You don't have to listen to me. And But so then I just sort of changed it and went... Oh yeah, you should do this. I just—it's uh, a short word. It got by quickly. Uh, you, you don't have to think about it too much. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so bad at this. <laughs> Sorry, you were doing so well. Sorry. Alright, I, I, I finished. Period. I, I finished that. <laughs> so you try to make it for the videos for like an every person. Yeah. This imaginary every person. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Every so often I will say, oh yeah, you, maybe you should try to do this, as if I'm talking straight to a game designer, but that's just a script, uh, that's just a script writing thing that I've, I've just decided to do until someone tells me that I shouldn't do it, then I, then I probably won't. I hope you're having fun over there, at the very least. <laughs> <laughs> well, you le- you did finally learn something. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> like, you know, I, I know, like, a total cliche, I'm sure you've heard this a million times, as soon as I hang up this call, I'll be like, damn it. I, I have so many things I just realized I could say, you know. I'll probably call you back up and, like, because there's a bit of a time difference between I'll probably call you back up at 3 in the morning. Be like, oh, wait, I've got this. Don't upload it yet. You know? Yeah, but you feel like that, and I'm I'm on the same wavelength where it says, is there a question I could ask? Am I missing something? Uh, <laughs> all right, well, we can just, we just sit in awkward silence for a few seconds while we both think if you want Hey, I've, I've, can I ask you a question? Sure. How, how did you find out about my channel? I'm always, I'm always somewhat intrigued by that. I do not remember. Right. But it's, I, I'm sure it's probably through YouTube's random algorithm on their front page. Right. Given how many uh, video essayists I, I follow, maybe one of them linked to you at some point. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't. Or maybe it was on Twitter and someone just randomly posted, oh, this was an interesting video, and it says, okay, check the rest of the channel and just go from there. Uh, I, w- I wish I could be more helpful on that. No, no, not at all. I mean, like, sometimes I do think about, you know, what could I, to go back to your other question, what could I do to grow my channel? And if I knew that, you know, <laughs> I'd do it, dear boy. <laughs> you know, I would. Yeah. YouTube's ecosystem is built in favor of those people who are already known. Yeah. The amount of times YouTube has recommended me, you might like this video, I've watched it three times, thank you, YouTube. <laughs> and trying to find something new is like on channels that you already haven't viewed or mm. know about is is a, 
is a challenge. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't think I can do much in the YouTube algorithm side of things to grow my channel. To be perfectly honest, I, it, 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 I'm just more thinking like so. At, at the beginning, I posted the occasional video on Reddit, but other than that, I don't, don't really know what to do. Uh, so, uh, cut this bit. I don't know. <laughs> it makes me sound like a right moan. I don't, I'm totally fine with my channel. Just, so that is some thoughts I do have of like, oh, how could I grow the channel? And I just sort of sounded a bit too depressed there, which I'm not. I'm totally fine. Uh, say la vie. Just, just let what happens, happens. Oh, I guess then I just kind of wrap it up with the final question. What is your favorite video game of all time? Oh, that's the best question. So, okay, yeah, just uh, okay. This, this, this is just for you, not the people at home. You can see me, yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, there's there's probably an answer. Ah, uh, which one? It's Mass Effect Two. Uh, that it, it, I sort of have two answers to this. If you were to ask me what my favorite game is, probably Mass Effect Two. For that's... those for those who can't see the video, he held up a tattoo of N Seven. So my which one was which one of the trilogy? Yeah, so yeah, you're better than <laughs> I am. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I could I could always like post a picture of it. Later. I think I have posted a picture of it on my Twitter, but I can send you if, if people need a visual aid. Uh, if you were to ask me what my favorite game is, like the first. The first game I proper fell in love with and knew that I loved games unconditionally was probably Knights of the Old Republic. And for a while, I'll probably have called that my favourite game, but after a while, you're like, yeah, it has aged and there's some things, blah, 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 blah. And then I felt like the next evolution of that game, at least the the next great Bioware game I loved was probably Mass Effect 2. That was just the game I'd been waiting for. Mass Effect 1 didn't quite do it for me. But Mass Effect 2, just, like, I, I could talk about things that are maybe aren't that great about that game, but I still just love it. I play through it like, once every couple of years. If you were to ask me what I think the best game of all time is, like, this is such a stupid thing to say, but it's a little speech I had prepared, so I'm just going to say it. Like, like, if, you were to, if I was to talk about what I think the closest thing to a perfect game is, which I know is silly, but it's still the, the only way I can put it, it's probably The Swapper. Like, I just think everything about that game, from the, the puzzles, the controls, the visual design, the music, I just I think the worst thing about that game is still really, really, really good. So The Swapper and Mass Effect 2, that, that, there's a twofer. Well, thank you, thank you, Kevin, for coming on. I apologise for everything that just happened. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for having me. Uh, thank you. Tell the people where they can find your work. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> they'll be so intrigued after this. Um, <laughs> uh, I think we were talking before I had that. My, I always have to spell spell my name out. Uh, even like people in, in in the real world, I always have to spell my name. I maybe should change it, but I'm not going to. It's KG Videos, C A G E Y. Uh, KG Videos on YouTube. Uh, KG Videos on Twitter. Have I missed anything? Patreon. <laughs> that was honestly, I was so creeped out for a second. I thought I thought someone was saying matriarchy. I was like. No, <laughs> uh, Patreon. I, I do have a Patreon, yes, but I usually I don't really big that up too much, which may be a stupid thing to do because I figure you know no one's going to learn. Oh, this person I don't know has a Patreon. I'll give him money. No, no, you, you, watch my videos, and then if you I, I mentioned Patreon at the end of like the, for the last year, I've mentioned uh, Patreon at the end of my videos, and so if you like my video and then you see the Patreon, like that's probably more likely to get you to do that. So yeah, I do have a Patreon. <laughs> KG Video Patreon. I think I think that's that. Yeah, I think that's. I've had 
Go. Uh, I've had to remind more than one people that they have a Patreon to mention it. <laughs> that, that also got that whisper thing was so creepy. I, was, <laughs> I thought, did I leave a video, YouTube video on by accident or something? <laughs> it was supposed to be a stage whisper, but oh well. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to see it go to a play or your stage manager. And <laughs> Where's Thor out now, Romeo? <laughs> Thank you for reminding me, but yes, that just, uh, that just sort of maybe spur off into a mindset of, I don't really big my Patreon up, I just, yeah, I just answered the question, I'm just repeating myself, sorry, I'll stop. And if you like this podcast, <laughs> you can, you can find, you can find us on iTunes, and please leave us a review, every bit helps, and if you liked this podcast, along with all the other great work we do at Critical Distance, we also have a Patreon at patreon.com slash crit distance. It helps fund the site, it keeps the lights on, and allows us to do more great work. Again, Kevin, uh, thank you for coming on. Hey, 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 h